the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Republicans hoping moderate Democrats will stall Build Back Better. Senator Manchin is of the opinion that at a time of inflation, like now, putting more money, and this would be, I think, $1.75 trillion over the next few years, more money into the economy could actually have a harmful effect and, and have inflation increase. Testimony and video refute the court of public opinion in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. If you agree that the state should have the knee on someone's neck and kill them, then how could you support the state intentionally targeting a young man that it shows in the video that is self-defense? It shows on the witness stand the own prosecution's witness admitted that he aimed his gun at him first. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Friday, November 12th. I'm Rich Thomason. The death toll from last week's crowd surge at the Afterworld Music Festival in Houston with hip-hop artist Travis Scott now stands at nine. 22-year-old Barty Shahani was supposed to graduate from Texas A&M University in the spring. She and her sister, Namrata, were at the Astroworld Festival. They were holding hands. Then came the crush of fans. Once that happened, the next time I saw her, she was in the ER unconscious on a ventilator. Travis Scott was the headliner. His representatives say he is distraught by the situation and has been trying to connect with the affected families. Shahani's mother, Karishma, is also distraught. I don't know what to do now without Marty. How will I live without her? I want my baby back, please. Scott's attorneys have said he did not know about the deaths and injuries until after the show. I'm Ed Donahue. Shahani's father says his daughter held the family together. She was like an angel for us. She was the head of the family. She was a very nice girl, always calm, always listens. And she had a bright future. Another family member telling reporters that tragedy is not the right word. There are words. Words like nightmare, horror, barbarity, and catastrophe. That's what happened that night. Daybreak Insider's Greg Clugston tells us a federal appeals court has handed former President Trump a temporary victory. A House committee investigating the January 6th incident has requested phone call logs, handwritten notes, and other documents from the Trump administration. But the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia granted a request to former President Trump and barred the release of those records until the end of this month. The appeals court set oral arguments in the case for November 30th. The Democrat-majority January 6th investigative committee now threatens contempt proceedings against former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. Lawmakers on the committee have subpoenaed Meadows and more than two dozen other people as part of the investigation, but the former White House Chief of Staff is not cooperating. President Biden is waiving any executive privilege that would prevent Meadows from cooperating. And the select committee argues there is no valid legal basis for Meadows' continued resistance to the subpoena. 
Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew says Republicans, led by Senator Mitch McConnell, are looking to two moderate Democrats to block President Biden's second massive tax and spend bill. The Senate minority leaders urging Democrats Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema to scuttle President Biden's Build Back Better bill. He told a radio station in Kentucky that after last week's big election setbacks for their party in Virginia and elsewhere, Democrats should have, as he put it, dropped the whole thing. The moderate senators have forced their party to shrink the size and limit the scope of the bill. McConnell would like to see them do more. He's grown more vocal in publicly calling out Manchin and Sinema as crucial to the success or failure of a bill many believe could do serious damage to the U.S. economy. Democrat Senator Joe Manchin pushing back against a proposed tax break for union-made electric vehicles. The tax credit is part of a House version of the Democrats' massive tax and spend bill. It provides a $7,500 credit for electric vehicle buyers, but an additional $4,500 for those who buy one made by union workers in the U.S. The credit is praised by the United Auto Workers Union as helping create good working conditions. It's opposed by other car makers who use non-union employees. Manchin says the tax credit makes for an unfair playing field. Quote, we shouldn't use everyone's tax dollars to pick winners and losers. If you're a capitalist economy that we are in a society, then you let the product speak for itself. And FreedomWorks economist Stephen Moore telling the Salem Radio Network's Dennis Prager that the Republicans who voted for the infrastructure bill behaved irresponsibly. Why would 13 Republicans, after what happened on Tuesday, when the voters repudiate the Biden agenda, why would they do this? And, And I blame Kevin McCarthy, and I'm friends with Kevin McCarthy. He's from California, but he did not whip this, and Pelosi did not have the votes to pass that bill. California bracing for a possible winter COVID surge. Governor Gavin Newsom says there are some concerning signs. Hospitalizations are creeping up in some areas, including Los Angeles County. It wasn't long ago that California had the nation's lowest COVID case rate, but now it's 16th, says the governor. So California has started pre-positioning equipment and locking in contracts with temporary health care workers. State health officials say as the weather gets colder, people will stay inside more and there'll be more holiday mingling at a time when vaccine and natural immunity will begin to wane unless more people get booster shots. I'm Rita Foley. Correspondent Mike Rossia says another court battle involving multiple states is brewing over the Biden vaccine mandate. Ten states have filed a lawsuit against the federal government to try to block a COVID-19 vaccine requirement for health care workers that's scheduled to take effect January 4th. The lawsuit was filed in federal court in Missouri. It contends the vaccine requirement from the federal centers for Medicare and Medicaid services is unprecedented and unreasonably broad. Last week, CMS issued a rule requiring COVID-19 vaccinations for more than 17 million workers in about 76,000 health care facilities and home health care providers that get funding from federal health programs. Colorado's governor says all adults can now get a COVID booster shot in the centennial state. With coronavirus infections surging in his state, Colorado Governor Jared Polis defied federal guidance Thursday and issued an order allowing all state residents 18 and older to get COVID-19 booster shots. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration allows booster shots for those 18 and over who are at high risk of exposure to the virus, adults with special medical conditions, and all people 65 and older. The Biden administration had envisioned boosters for all adults, but in September, FDA signed 
scientific advisors rejected extra Pfizer doses for everyone. On Tuesday, Pfizer asked U.S. regulators to allow boosters of its COVID-19 vaccine for anyone 18 and older. I'm Mike Gracia. Daybreak Insider's Bernie Bennett says Americans remain divided about COVID vaccine mandates in public schools and whether the shot is safe for kids. The latest Rasmussen Report's national telephone and online survey finds that 35% of American adults believe public schools should make COVID-19 vaccination mandatory for students, while 55% are against requiring students to get vaccinated. 10% are not sure. The Food and Drug Administration last month approved COVID-19 vaccines for children under 5 years old, but 60% of Americans say they are concerned about the safety of COVID-19 vaccinations for children. More Republicans, 78%, than Democrats, 46%, or unaffiliated, 6 are concerned about the safety of COVID-19 vaccinations for children. Daybreak's Andrew Stewart reports the last three school districts in Florida that required at least some students to wear masks are dropping their mandates. Starting this Friday, grade school students in Miami-Dade County may opt out of wearing a mask if they have parental permission. Masks had already become optional for high school and some middle school students. In neighboring Broward County, all students can go maskless starting the week after next. No opt-out form from parents is required, though the Broward School District is strongly encouraging students to wear facial coverings. And finally this morning, the defense has rested in the highly publicized trial of Kyle Rittenhouse. The judge agreed that jury instructions and closing arguments could be held Monday in a Wisconsin murder case that has stirred fierce debate. Prosecutors have sought to portray Kyle Rittenhouse as remorseless, an instigator, and a vigilante. The 18-year-old said his intent was to protect property and render aid when he brought an AR-style rifle and his lifeguard medical kit to the streets of Kenosha, Wisconsin, during destructive protests over the police shooting of Jacob Blake that August night in 2020. Rittenhouse took the stand Wednesday to say he was defending himself from attack and had no choice when he used his rifle. I did what I had to do to stop the person who was attacking me. His account has been largely corroborated by evidence and the prosecution's own witnesses. Rittenhouse said that Joseph Rosenbaum cornered him and put his hand on the barrel of his rifle. The second man hit him with a skateboard and the third man came at him with a gun of his own. He faces a mandatory sentence of life in prison if convicted of the most serious charges, which include first-degree homicide and reckless endangering. Trial audio occurred of Court TV. I'm Jennifer King. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Rich Thomason. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.